Hello and welcome to the Essential B2B podcast brought to you by Lead Forensics. I'm your host, Brand Awareness Manager Joe Ducaro, and today I'm joined by Taylor Setterfield, Account Manager at Leap Create. Hiya, Taylor. How are you doing today? Hi, Joe. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. So um, tell us a little bit about Leap Create then. How did you get started there? Um, so Leap Create is a people communication agency. I actually got started off here as an apprentice. So I started an apprenticeship um, into the marketing world. I got brought on as a digital marketing as- assistant. However, very quickly, I became an account executive. What, what challenges have you been working on recently then? So recently it's been really interesting um we do a lot of employer brand and recruitment marketing work that's our go-to-market we also do b2b and b2c work as well and currently with the current um competitive environment a lot of our clients have been struggling in regards to recruiting the right candidates it's um the great re reshuffle is what they're calling it um so it means that the candidates that they are speaking to are requiring a lot Um, more money they're asking for a lot more salaries Um, and it's a competitive landscape you need to respond to candidates as quickly as possible um, and try and get there before your competitors so what we are trying to do is go to market with insights that we know work well but also pairing that with being um, creatively unpredictable to create that engagement with with the potential candidates can you give me an example there? So you mentioned sort of, you know, creatively unpredictable, which, by the way, I'm stealing that phrase. That's amazing. <laughs> what, um, what sorts of things does that entail then? What sort of things are you making? So we will do a we'll do several different campaigns for several different reasons. But let's say it's to um, look at hiring new talent into an organisation. So obviously there are so many different um, campaigns going on to the market and we know what works well. So say, for example, with a paid social campaign, we know that having we're hiring and then the job role underneath performs um, performs best when we go to market. We know that through doing several different A-B testing with several different clients, et cetera, et cetera. Um, however, if all posts are simply just we're hiring and the job role underneath, you're not going to get people clicking through and applying for your role. So it's our job here at Leap Create to try and um, create engaging content that users actually want to click through to. So we will do that through looking at, we'll do a discovery phase. We'll work with the client and understanding actually what do we have available that we can go to market with? Um, what are key attractors for the candidates? What are key deterrents for the candidate as well? Um, and then it's our job and the creative team's job here to come up with a with a interesting way to show that. Um, and it, it is like when I go and sit in the creative meetings and everyone's bouncing ideas off of each other. I I love it. That's where I'm like, yes, like seeing a creative be brought to life. Um, it's really interesting. And when you work collaboratively in an agency, everyone has different ideas, even people that aren't in creative roles. So the development teams, they'll be brought in as well because everyone has like different ways of thinking. So when you bring all of them ideas together, um, you can create something beautiful. <laughs> something creatively unpredictable. No, I yeah. really like that. It's, you're always searching for sort of that pattern break, aren't you? I suppose mm-hmm. people are, well, for a, a social media context, people are just you know scrolling or whatever. And then just suddenly there's this thing. Oh, what stops them in their tracks finding that can be you know what works with that can be quite difficult can't it I suppose 100% and, and that's the thing like 
even with the creatives that we go to market with, we know that after um, the audience sees it after a certain amount of times, that that content's going to become tiresome to that audience. So you've got to have backups. You've got to, especially if it's like an always on campaign, which we we always advise from a brand awareness point of view. Um, you've got to have your go to market creatives and then you've got to be able to look at the insights of that know what's performing best and then create new ones so that um the content isn't tiresome with the with the candidates and they are actually going to click through yeah i i often find with it with creativity it's 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 kind of counterintuitive but sometimes like limitations and restrictions can really breed creativity mm. um so uh, is, is it that is that sort of the, the case with you or, or is there more sort of I, I guess you say you know if everybody's coming in and throwing ideas around mm. are there any, ever any real restrictions or limitations on what you can come up with yes um and it's actually working within brand guidelines of our clients <laughs> um we love them we implement them for our clients ourselves we, we will create the brand guidelines they've got to be there you know to create consistency you've got to have a tone of voice you've got to have do's and don'ts and typefaces and colors all sorts however sometimes it's really hard to come up with a creative campaign when the brand guidelines are so restricted um we've got a few clients and their brand guidelines are amazing great they've got templates for every single um, marketing assets you could you could think of However, working within them guidelines and trying to push them creative ideas outside of the box, especially if there's so many different um, departments and industries, you know, you've got, you, you need to come up with a creative concept in all of them different areas. You can't just come up with one and re, reinvent the wheel. You've got to create that, like like we say, that creative, unpredictable, bat- oh, I can't even say it. <laughs> <laughs> When you're working with lots of different uh, departments, you've got to be creatively unpredictable. Um, and it's really hard to do that when you're trying to fit them creative ideas within certain templates. Um, so that's probably where our biggest challenge comes from. And also working with clients, when clients have a vision in their mind, which is brilliant. We love receiving briefs where you know they've got things to give us. However, Sometimes they will come back and say, no, I think this will work best when we go to market. And actually, you've got to create content that your audience wants. It's not actually necessarily what the client wants. And especially when we work in a marketing agency, we've got their expertise. We know what works well. Um, So it's managing client expectations of, yeah, absolutely. We're happy to go to market with that. But let's also try this option, which we, from using insights before, we know works well with that target audience segment um and a lot of our clients are understanding they're like yep let's test it um however sometimes it can be that pushback of they want they want that and that's you know it's working them expectations yeah it must be really nice when you do get the clients that just go yeah look you guys know what you're doing we trust you away you go as well so yeah is it a balancing act i guess between sort of being restricted just enough to come up with a good idea but not you know breaching the brand guidelines like you say so um... and sometimes you can come up with ideas and the client can come back and say this you've pushed it way too far but we'd much prefer <laughs> for clients to come back and say you've pushed it too far rather than can you push yeah. the creativity more so yeah a lot easier to walk something back than go well it's not quite far enough over the line yeah, I guess. exactly taylor what's your your 
greatest achievement? And this can be professional or personal or both. Ooh, greatest achievement. Oh, okay. I've got two. One, one. Please. Professional and personal, right? Let me just throw them all. So a couple of weeks ago, I did a skydive actually. No. uh, Yeah, and that was amazing. I've done a bungee jump before, and I won't lie, I hated it. (laughs) Hated (laughs) it. Um, But this skydive, wow, it was just amazing. Really, really the best thing I've ever done in my whole entire life. I want to go back there and do an even higher jump. So yeah, yeah. I'd say that just like sitting on the ledge and knowing that you've got to take that leap and, you know, you don't want to, you're so high above the ground and just telling yourself, no, it's all going to be okay. Just take that leap. Um, And then applying that to what I'm next going to say (laughs) is taking the leap into leap. Um, I, I started off, so I went to uh, Bournemouth university to do, um meet PR and media degree and a couple of weeks before I was supposed to start they dropped my course so I went and did marketing and um university just wasn't for me so when I came out of university I knew I wanted to go into media or marketing but it was very hard to get into that position without actually having any experience behind you um and I was really lucky finding the apprenticeship that I did at Leap Create and they just gave me all the tools I needed in order to just make shape the job into what I wanted it to be. Um, and it was great. The biggest achievement is not giving up, I'd say. It's so when you're young, it's so easy to be like, oh, I don't know, don't know what I want to do, don't know where I want to be. And I was really fortunate in the fact that I landed on my feet at Leap Create. I suppose the um, <clears throat> another factor of that is the fact that, you know, the the decision to not, you know, to step away from uni, particularly when, you know, you're young and, you know, I'd say probably most people don't know what they want to go straight into doing, but having the capability and the the, the decision-making to go, do you know what, this isn't right for me, so I'm going to step away and go and pursue something else. That, that takes real character to do that as well, as well as jumping out of a plane, by the way. So... <laughs> <laughs> love it what um what then really motivates you then like the start of your day start your week what gets you out of bed what motivates you Taylor hmm what motivates me it's gonna sound really cheesy but probably like probably myself like I just I want I I know what my vision is in life like I want to be successful I want to eventually a long long time in the future have my own agency one day maybe have offices in New York like I've got big dreams <laughs> so that's what I just want if I ever feel myself becoming demotivated whether it's you know a certain project I'm working on or whether it's you know just stressful time at work or outside of work personal life I just re kind of focus that vision I'm like that's that's where I want to be in the future um, and we all go through stressful times and, you know, you've got to have the bad times to realise the good times. But I I feel like I've come a long way since working at Leap Create that I, it therefore motivates me into wanting wanting to do better. Mm. Um, and, yeah, you can't, you can't have the good time. It's not just given to you on a plate. You know, you've got to work hard for that. Um, and what helps in my line of work is every single day is different. I love... I love working on new challenges, especially that's why I want to go into that strategy role. I want to be given problems and work out the solutions for them. I find that so interesting. Um, 
but yeah, always having like a target or an objective or a vision in mind. If I don't know something that I'm working towards, I do get a bit lost. Mm. Um, sometimes I, oh, you know, this is brilliant. Life's brilliant. But what am I actually gearing towards? However, on the flip side of that, I've been reading Stephen Bartlett's book and you should also be happy with the moment as well so if you're constantly chasing that goal you've got to be happy but if you're constantly chasing that goal of oh that's going to make me happy that's going to make me happy no you should be happy within yourself right now but I think you can have ambitions that you want to work towards Mm. I think it's it's actually very refreshing particularly and you know I'm going back to sort of me being young but this was certainly my experience as well it's refreshing to hear you say you know having the drive to say, yes, I want to be successful. I want to go and do these things because I feel like from quite a young age, we're taught in this country. Oh, don't, don't dream. It will never happen to you. Like in America, they're sort of taught. Why not? And here you're taught. Why you? Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's actually very refreshing to hear that. And yeah, why not think, okay, offices in New York, let's head for that. Yeah. hundred percent. Why not? Well, that's what I think. Like, if you don't dream big, like if I dream big, if I don't achieve that, that's absolutely fine. But if you aim big, then, you know, what do they say? Shoot for the moon. And if you miss, you'll fall in the stars. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> like, I want to have these dreams because um, they keep me motivated to get there. How? Uh, so we've talked quite a lot about, you know, your, your career and your, your goals and your dreams for your sort of professional life, Taylor. How do you decompress from work? And do you have like a solid divide between your work and your personal life or do you do they sort of blend into each other a little so I I am a bit of a workaholic I I love working it it keeps me motivated when I'm working and I'm working towards something it keeps me motivated but at the same time I do think it's really important to have a work-life balance because otherwise you will reach burnout um Mm. and you know, I'm sure everyone's reached that stage um, at some point in their career where their work life has overflowed into their personal lives. Um, so I do try and make a real conscious effort of putting like my personal life first as well. So um, I enjoy going. Well, I say I enjoy. That's a that's a push. I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I only started doing that a few months ago um but yeah so I do that to keep myself healthy um spending time with friends that's my number one thing that I love doing just spending time with friends I'm a real positive person like I bounce off of other people's energies so but I do also think it's important you need time to refresh and replenish yourself um put on Netflix you know have a little pamper session put a little face mask on um and it is really hard to balance everything or all at the same time is a juggling act. Um, recently in September, I started a CIM level six diploma as well, um, which is great. Uh, one of our key pillars here at LEAP is our L, which is learning, um, increase our expertise into different areas. However, yeah, it is very much a juggling act. Sometimes some things have to give and sometimes it can be really um, hard to fit everything in, but you've got to have that healthy balance between work and life and your personal self as well. I feel we may have touched on this slightly, but I'm going to ask you anyway, what, what do you love about your industry? And is there anything you would change about it? 
Oh, so what do I love about the industry? I love a lot about the industry. When I tell people what my job is, I'm like, I love my job. Um, so my favorite thing is, oh, in fact, there's a few, so let me just roll them off. I'd say, yeah, the fact that every day is different. When you work um, in a marketing agency, you you don't know, you can't expect what the day is going to hold. Obviously, you might have your set task for that day, but a new campaign could come in, a new project could come in, something could go wrong in the campaign that you're already running. Um, from a paid social point of view, you know, you have no clue how people are going to engage with your stuff, in fact, in any sense. Um, so that's really interesting. And actually analyzing the data, like we use this 360 approach. So you analyze the data, you analyze the insights and look at how you can optimize the campaigns that are currently running. I love that. I find it so interesting because when I first started here at Leap, we would do a project and just give it to the client. We had no clue how successful it was. We had no clue what the end result. We had no clue if they even published it. Like, it wasn't our responsibility. They came to us with a brief. We've done the brief. Wonderful. Um, but now we take that. We're proactive in our approach. We want to know what's working. We want to know if it's successful. And if not, let us make that campaign better so we generate you the results. I love looking at that 360 circle. Um, but what else do I love? I love speaking to, as you can probably tell with this podcast, I do love speaking. <laughs> so I love working with the clients that we have and then relationships is great. Some of my clients are really good friends of mine, really close friends. Um, and that's brilliant. That's purely been through the relationship that I've uh, had with them through being their account manager. Taylor, this has been a really, really smashing chat. Like I've really, really enjoyed talking to you and you you're exude your enthusiasm for your job. So I really, really appreciate that. What's, what's one top tip this week that you'd like people listening to this podcast, watching the videos, what top thing would you like them to take away from this discussion we've had? There was a quote, actually, which goes back to being... Um, creatively unpredictable be strategically consistent but creatively unpredictable that's when magic happens and heard it from another webinar um but that's and that's really stuck with me because now when I go into campaigns I was very much you know where I'm looking at going to the strategy side I very much look at the um the insights and the data that's available to be able to create content that an audience wants and you do need that but if you're too focused on the nitty-gritty you aren't gonna be creating content that will capture an audience's eyes because you're just, you're just creating exactly what they've already seen. So it needs to be paired with being unpredictable in a creative way. Taylor Setterfield, this has been a fantastic conversation. Thank you so much for joining me on the Essential B2B podcast. Brilliant. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure.